You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Right now, we are in the, uh, in the middle of it, okay? We are right smack in the middle of it. Uh, the reason why we entitled this forward, this is a discipleship series. Again, like we said, we, all, we exist as victory. We honor God and make disciples. And every year, we take a time or a series na ito yung focus namin, uh, discipleship. And it's not just about victory, but because we also believe that every Christian is called to make disciples, but here in Victory, uh, we have three things that we say that if you are a disciple, these are the things that you do, that you follow Jesus, basically. Uh, second is you fish for people and you have fellowship with other believers. And Dito, as we talk about forward, we may be in different uh, areas, okay, areas in, in, in our walk with Jesus. But the important thing is we would identify, nasa na ba ako sa area ng aking paglalakad kasama yung Panginoon? Kasi if we will be stuck in one place, we will not grow. If we will be stuck in one place, kung nasa kalsada ka, diba, eventually, mababanga ka rin. That's the reason why we have this series, so that we would know nasa na ba tayo, and I want as a, as a personal gesture to yourself that you would want to move forward in your walk with God. Last week, we talked about uh, fishing for people. Sinumalan na natin. But for us to fish for people, we first have to understand the gospel. And in this series, we have been talking about the gospel for so many times. And even later, I'm going to present uh, what the gospel is all about because we believe that the gospel is the, is the focal point in, 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 in this, why we're following Jesus and why we are going to fish for people, uh, we can impose in, in this church, we can say, na you go, you have, kung, kung, if you're part of Victory, kailangan mag-disciple ka, kailangan share mo yung gospel. We could probably do that, but we also believe that it's not the way that Jesus wants it. Because it would not come from your hearts, kapag pilitan, di ba? And the, the only way for us, the gospel, would come from our hearts to share it to other people is that when we understand it. And when we talk about understanding, it's not about a one-time experience with the gospel, pero every day, you dwell in the gospel or you, 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 you know the gospel, being reminded of who you are. Like I said, uh, uh, um, a few weeks ago, um, I celebrated the time that I became a Christian. It was because it was May 10, 1998, around 8.30 p.m. in Music Museum. That was the time that I gave my life to God. That is the time that I received the gospel. But it doesn't mean that I don't look back at the gospel anymore. Hanggang ngayon, I would go back to the gospel. I would remember that, Lord, I am a sinner. I don't deserve anything. But yet, you gave me your life. And because of that, knowing that, meditating on that, that would make our hearts burn, I believe, to share, not only fall in love with God, share that the love of God to other people as well. Okay? It's very important for us to understand the gospel. I believe when we understand the gospel, the topic na pag-uusapin natin ngayon is this, that we are going to preach the gospel. And probably some of you, when you heard the word preach, iniisip mo, ah, hindi para sa akin yan. Ah, bakit ganyan yung topic? Okay? Because sometimes we think that when we talk about preaching, eh, preaching uh, para sa mga pastor lang yan. Or preaching para sa mga 
may alam sa Bible, alam yung mga mga yung nga, yung mga doctrine ganyan. But I believe that every Christian is called to preach the gospel. So when I was uh, preparing this, the question is, why don't people, including myself, why don't we uh, preach the gospel? Okay? And so some of the things that I came up with, looking at not only in the lives of people, but also in my life, okay, is this. Sometimes we would say that, wala kong oras. We don't have time. Okay? Lord, I want to share the gospel to my office mate, kaya lang meron akong mga, itong mga deadlines ko. Okay? Or sometimes we would say, we feel na we're not good enough. Lord, hindi pa ako perfect eh. Uh, minsan nagkakamali pa rin ako, so para, baka hindi maniwala yung tao sa akin. Okay? That's why we, there's a hindrance in sharing the gospel. Another thing is we don't know what to say. Basically, hindi natin alam kung anong, paano ko sasabihin. Diba? Ano ba yung gospel talaga? Ang dami-daming version, ganyan. Diba? So, we don't know what to say. And last is we're afraid of what they will say, especially if they say no. I don't want to receive the gospel. Or, ano ba yan? Ang corny mo naman, hindi ka naman ganyan na. Diba? Ngayon parang hallelujah, hallelujah ka na. Diba? We are afraid of what they will be saying. So those are some of the reasons na I, not only looking at the lives of people, but also looking, reflecting in, in my life. Okay, so this uh, preaching, not only for, for you guys, but really it's a preaching for everyone. Because from time to time, nakalimutan natin that there is an urgency in sharing the gospel. And I believe in that, that sharing the gospel is, uh, there's an urgency in sharing the gospel. And when it comes to urgency, sometimes, iba-iba yung ano natin. Uh, there was a time when my daughter, first uh, daughter, uh, was sick. Okay? And ako, as the dad na medyo relaxed, ganyan, when she was sick during that time, years ago, ano yun, yung parang relax lang ako. I was just relaxed. My wife was very, ano, was very, ano, as, as a mother, diba? Ano yan, parang nag-aalala. Pero sa, hindi, okay lang yan, intayin lang natin, ganyan. But the following day, when I saw my daughter, because if you know my daughter, my daughter is very lively. She's very, not only lively, she's very loud, okay? She's louder than, 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 than me with a microphone. Ganun siya ka, kaingay, at saka, ano, as in, parang energizer ba niyon yung, yung anak ko. But during that time, I saw my daughter, para siyang lasing. Alam yun, parang grogi, tapos yun, yung eyes niya, ganyan, parang walang buhay. Tapos when I saw that, sabi ko, okay, this is the time that we need to bring her sa hospital. Then it became urgent for me. Naging urgent na ngayon for, para sa akin. And I believe that when it comes to urgency, how many of you believe one thing can be urgent for one person or probably hindi sa kanya, pero on the other hand, ito urgent sa kanya, ito hindi. But how many of you believe that if there's one common denominator that makes things urgent sa buhay natin, it would be when we are faced with a life and death situation. Tama ba? When we are faced with a life and death situation, we will not 
uh, try to analyze things or sasabihin natin, do I have time or not? We will drop what we're doing and we will address to that urgent need. And I realized that we have to understand the urgency of the gospel. And I was thinking, there are things that in our lives na kinaiinisan natin. Uh, sometimes we think that these are, these are very urgent things that kailangan i-address ng bansa natin, by our government, by the world. And some of these things are corruption. How many of you believe that it's an urgent thing? Corruption, murder, addiction, rape, teenage pregnancy, family separating, abortion, child abuse, child trafficking, terrorism. Let me add more, ATM scheming. Kapag meron kay kaibigan na, na scheme ng ATM. Greed. Di ba yung pagigisakim? When you read in the news, di ba na in- I don't know, basta ako, when I read in the news such things, lalo na yung riding in tandem, kasi biglang may papatim, that moves my heart. We could place institutions to address all these needs. There are institutions like in child trafficking, ganyan, and institutions are good. Okay? But, the, but usually, these institutions help the victim. Diba? Kung sino yung victims, yun yung tinutulungan ng institutions ng mga to. But I believe that if people, especially the perpetrators, heard of the gospel, these things could have been avoided. When people who do these heinous crimes to other people, if they only know how much God loves them, if they only know how much God sacrificed for them, sending in son Jesus, dying on the cross. If they only knew that, I believe these things won't happen. There was a person who said, I forgot the, the pastor or the author who said this, that the gospel is the hope of the world. If the gospel has been preached, those things could have been avoided. Or probably sa buhay natin, something, a heinous crime could have happened in you, I hope that when we see issues like this, we would think, kung narinig niya lang yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon, sana hindi ito nangyari. That's the reason why there is an urgent need to preach the gospel. Peter is a is an, uh, disciple of Jesus, di ba? The Peter. Okay, nakasama ni Jesus lagi. Okay? Uh, the Peter na inatasan ni Jesus to, to preach the gospel. And yes, P- Peter was an uh, apostle, a disciple, but yet, in this story that we're reading, this is going to be the first time that he will be preaching the gospel to other people. Because Peter, as a Jew, a uh, Judeo, his, his, uh, alam yun, in, in, the old, in, in history, Jews do, don't want to associate themselves with other uh, religion, other people. Why? Because they see themselves as the people who are called by God, which is indeed true sa Old Testament. They are the chosen people of God. And that's why they don't want to associate themselves with other people. But then when God or Jesus is telling the, Peter to preach the gospel, hindi naintindihan ni Peter na kailangan hindi, hindi mo lang ipipreach sa mga Hudyo because that's his mindset. His hindrance, kung kanina meron tayong mga pinag-uusapan ng mga hindrance about time, about hindi natin alam sabihin. Kay Peter, yung hindrance niya to preach the gospel is that hudyo ako. Okay? At saka, sa kaya, ipapamahagi ko lang to sa ibang mga hudyo. 
We're going to read in Acts 10, verse 34, 43. But as we, as, as just a background, sa simula, in Acts 10, uh, there, there was this person named Cornelius. He is a, is a soldier, as a centurion. Cornelius was a, a Gentile, okay? So, hindi siya ujo. Gentile believer. God-fearing Gentile. Pero, kumbaya, he, he believes in the God of the Israelites, Yahweh. He believes in Him. Pero, hindi siya... Hudyo. And he doesn't, hindi pa niya naririnig about uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. He heard about Jesus, kung paano siya napako, pero he hasn't really understood the gospel message. Tapos yun, si Peter, nagkaroon siya ng vision na hindi niya naintindihan. Okay? Yung vision na binigay ng Panginoon sa kanya. So when God talked to Cornelius, sabi ni God sa kay Cornelius, tawagin mo si Peter. Okay? So, pinatawag ni Cornelius si Peter. After the vision, doon na pumunta yung servant ni Cornelius. Tapos si Peter went to Cornelius' household. And in verse, I guess it's in verse 28, sabi ni, ni Peter is that you and I know what I'm doing is not lawful. In other words, sinasabi niya na, alam mong sa ating dalawa, yung ginagawa ko, hindi to tama. Yung lawful na sinasabi niya doon is that a Jew being with a Gentile. Na hindi tama na akong Hudyo kasama ko ikaw. Okay? Yun yung sinasabi niya. Pero because of that vision from God, his, Peter started to understand. Dito natin ngayon malalaman uh, what Peter learned when it comes to preaching the gospel. Okay? Kung before he was only sharing the gospel to a certain group of people, we would now hopefully understand by our heart that there is a deeper call for us to share the gospel. So right now, can I invite everyone to stand up as we read God's Word, Acts 10, 34 to 43. Can we all read it sabay-sabay? One, two, three. So Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly, I understand that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, anyone who fears Him and does what is right is acceptable to Him. As the word that He sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, He is Lord of all. You yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism that John proclaimed. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And he was witnesses, and we are witness of all that he did, both in this country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and made him to appear. Not to, to all the people, but to us who had been chosen by God as witnesses, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and testify that he is the one appointed by God to be judge of the living and the dead. And last verse, to him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins throughout his name. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for this time, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for, for your heart for us, Lord God. Salamat, Panginoon, na we have known you, Lord God, because somebody preached the gospel message to us. And I pray, Lord God, that at the end of the day, that we would have the boldness, Lord God, 
to preach the gospel to other people as well. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So as we have uh, laid the background, siguro it would be good for us as we are talking about sharing the gospel. Uh, let me share to you. Ano ba yung gospel? For us to fully understand the good news. Gospel is basically the good news. Mabuting balita. And how did it become a good news? Usually, ako, I would start with um, the beginning, okay? We have to understand that God made man. Okay, ginawa niya tayong lahat. And when He made man, He, he, did, not, he did not just made man tapos as a display here on earth. Pero when He made man, He loves man as well. I hope that you understand that, that how much God loves you. But then, because of sin, okay, man rebels against God. Imagine this, that you love someone so much. Okay? Look at the person beside you. Siguro siya yun. Okay? Tapos yung bigla kang tatarido rin ng taong yan. Diba? It hurts, man. Diba? Masakit yun. If a person rejects you, kaya nga minsan sometimes, the most painful people that can hurt us is those closest to us. Diba? Our families. And God, imagine that between God and man. God created us, tapos yun, provided for us, then he, we would rebel against Him. So, what did God require? Because He did not want man to go to hell forever because of our sin, there was a requirement for sin, which is they have to make a sacrifice. They have to kill uh, an animal as a sacrifice because the Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. So, for us to be right with God, in the Old Testament, kailangan may sacrifice na gawin. Okay? And eventually, when they are able to make that sacrifice, God will forgive them. But the problem is, when God, uh, after forgiving, God, what happens this is this, that God, uh, we would repeat. Iri-repeat lang natin yung ginawa natin. Man rebels again, God requires a sacrifice, then God forgives. Man rebels, God, uh, man makes a sacrifice, God forgives. Man rebels, man makes a sacrifice, God forgives. It, becomes, it became a cycle. Then, the New Testament came. That God came here on earth in the form of Jesus. His Son walked among us. Jesus, in the throne of heaven, went down here on earth, feeling what you felt knows how it, become, how it feels to become hungry, knows how it feels when kapag inaanto, kapag napapagod, kapag pinapawisan, sobrang init, kapag summer, He knows what we're going through. Okay? And what happens is this, that God made the ultimate sacrifice by putting His Son, Jesus, on the cross. Imagine that. I have a daughter, like I said, two years old, two, two years and a half year old. It's like me, Give the ultimate sacrifice is me sacrificing my daughter. If you're a parent, just imagine that. It's like that, kung ano yung ginawa ni God. That a person who is not worthy of our, your affection, a person who is rebellious, but in, still, you made that sacrifice just to show how much you love these people without knowing if they will love you back in return. That's the great love that Jesus demonstrated on the cross. But on the third day, Jesus rose again from the dead because He Himself had no sin. 
And he proved that he's now Lord over life and death. And it says, it says here that man does not need to sacrifice anymore. Yes, you can still make a sacrifice, Lord, para sa ito, para patawarin mo ko. Okay, you can still do that, but you'll just be tired. Because the ultimate sacrifice has already been done. The only thing that we can do is this, is that if we believe Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we will be saved. In other words, we will now have a relationship with God. That's the good news of the gospel. That you don't have to work for anything. That you only have to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That you have been spared from an eternity in hell. Imagine hell. When you, kapag nakulong tayo sa kulungan, you would have a sentence kung ilang taon ka nandyan. But when you're in hell, you'll be, you're not there in, for a million years. You'll be there for eternity. And the worst thing about hell is that we will never experience the love of God anymore. Imagine that. If, if you're here right now, you're saying, hindi ko na feel ang pagmamahal ng Panginoon. I'm telling you that, that you may not feel it, but God wants to reveal it to you. But when you're in hell, but when you're in hell, kung hindi mo feel ngayon, hell is worse. Doon talaga, I assure you that the love of God is not there anymore. But thanks be to God, to what Jesus did on the cross, because of what He did, I, I have access to the Father. Because of that, I receive His love. Now, when we understand that, that we don't deserve all of these things, yet He has given this to us, when we understand that the power of the gospel moves in our lives. That's why it's very important for us to understand the gospel. Uh, two weeks ago, alam ko matagal na tong restaurant na to, pero we discovered, me and my wife, about this restaurant. This can be found. Uh, it, ang original location nito is in Cebu. And people may say that it's overrated dahil sa Cebu, maraming, ano, maraming ng lechon place doon. But, Yung nakita namin to, miski overrated just Cebu. Here, I'm just thankful na meron, okay? There's a Cebu lechon, okay? A Zubuchon here. And when we were there, we enjoyed the, the oil of the lechon na hindi lang yung balat yung masarap, pati yung laman. Ganong kasarap yung lechon na usually tayo, balat lang yung gusto natin, di ba? Pero pati yung laman, ibang klase. So, what did we do? Because we enjoyed it. We took pictures, we posted it in, in, in our Instagram stories, or ni live pa namin, we're eating, we're here in Zebuchon, ganyan, here in Makati, ganyan. Why? Because it was something amazing for us. And you know what? The gospel, when we share it, the reason why I believe that we can and should share it is because it is something amazing for us. It should be something amazing for you and me. And that's the reason why this is what I want to, to remember, is that all who receives the gospel should preach the gospel. When we receive the gospel, not only receive it, okay, make Jesus Christ Lord and Savior, but when I talk about receiving, when we understand it, kaya nga last week we were talking about understanding the gospel. When we receive this, understand it, put it not only in our heads, but also in our hearts, that makes us preach the gospel. That urgency is answered to preach the gospel. The question is, is this. 
like JJ said uh, last week, that the reason sometimes that we can't proclaim is because we haven't claimed it yet. Is, is that one of the reasons that sometimes it's hard for us to share the gospel? It's because we haven't really claimed it, kaya hindi natin ma-proclaim. Again, I believe that all who receives the gospel should preach the gospel. Okay, so how do we share the gospel to people? Going to our verse, so Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly, I understand that God shows no partiality. No partiality. When we talk about partiality, we talk about uh, favoritism. Okay, <laughs> we talk about partiality, we have uh, biases, we have our own preferences. Tama ba? Uh, the reason why I can be nice to this person is because I have my own partialities. Siguro, or, or the reason why he's my friend or I want to befriend him because this person is, is uh, I know this person, this, uh, yung hobbies namin pareho. Uh, I remember in, or a joke when, when before, na the reason why na when you're in high school, some, some students or some, ikaw as a student, sometimes gusto mo, ano, yung kasama mong barkada is yung sikat. Diba? There's, there's partiality because you want to be famous as well. Uh, ikaw, sometimes gusto mo yung magaling mag-basketball because you want, there's partiality. Diba? And when we talk about sharing the gospel, it says here that there should be no partiality. Peter realized that the gospel was not exclusive for the Jews when, when, when uh, God gave him a vision. That's not exclusive for the Jews, but it's for everyone. That the gospel is not for one, but the gospel is for everyone. And Peter, yes, Peter received this message as a vision from God. But you know what? I believe tayo hindi natin kailangan humingi ng vision kay Lord when it comes to sharing the gospel. Why? Because it's already in His Word. Before naman kasi wala naman Bible si Peter, well, particularly the New Testament. But for us, He has given us His Word, giving us instructions to preach the gospel. When you talk about uh, partiality, uh, sometimes we become partial or people become partial to us because we have been given labels. Have you been given a label when you were young? Ah, si, si ganito, ano yan? Ito yung makulit, ito yung addict, ito yung, uh, ano siya, nakakatawa siya pero slow yan mag-isip, okay? To put it nicely. Okay, slow siya mag-isip, bumabagsak siya. Ah, ito, ito yung, ano, yung magaling, okay? Yung, yung, yung crush ng bayan, ganun, di ba? There are labels given to us. Or sometimes there are labels na we put in ourselves. Na I won't amount to anything. Oh, ganito talaga ako eh. And, and I hope that whatever label has been given to us, that because Christ, we, are, we know our identity in, in Christ, wala na yun. Because whatever label we may have, our label is that we have been forgiven. And we have been accepted by God. But for people na gusto nating sharean, I hope, or, well, hindi sharean, <laughs> I hope that we would not put labels on them. Okay, there will be no uh, partiality. What other labels? Siguro, if, even right now, if you're going to look at what, kung saan man kayo ngayon, in your work, in your school, in your family, na kakilala mo, na hindi pakilala si Kristo, ask the question, is there... Am I putting a label in this person kaya hindi ko siya sinesharean ng gospel? 
It's not only the personality of a person, but we can put uh, we can be partial when it comes to time. Okay? Uh, ah, kasi kaya hindi ako makapag-share kasi ano, I'm busy. Inviting ko na lang sa 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 church. Eh busy rin siya. Hindi siya makapunta ng church. 'Di ba? Sometimes God will will use you wants to use you in that particular time. I know someone one of our one of our pastor's wife uh, her name is Ida, uh, Ida Henson, the, is the pastor of, the one who planted Victory Alabang, Pastor Jojo. I remember her story that when she was a student, uh, LRT, kasi I forgot where she is, uh, pero they were in the LRT and God just spoke to her that shared the gospel to this person. And she, she did it. Then years after that, okay, to make the long story short, na nagkita ulit sila in church. And that person remembered, Ida, that there was this student who shared the gospel to her in LRT. Diba? Because sometimes God would push us, tell us, share the gospel to this person now. Okay? Sometimes, ganon, ganon mag-work sa God. Another ano, a particular bias that we can have or partiality is place. Diba? Sometimes I would hear people that I want to go to Korea to preach the gospel or my missions. Na sinabi, okay, we're going to have a missions in Korea or in uh, uh, basta malamig na lugar. Okay, I would go there. But the question is, what if? What if? Or I saw this in some people. Biglang nagbago. Biglang, teka, hindi, yung missions pala natin hindi na sa, sa Korea or dito. Naridirect tayo. Okay? Naridirect tayo sa isang lugar na mainit, na hindi ganun ka-high-tech yung lugar. Diba? Then, ay, ayoko na sumama. Partiality. In a location. What, is, what are our biases? Why, we, why, why we're having a hard time in sharing the gospel? But I hope that the gospel indeed would speak to us. That because, Lord, ako nga hindi, hindi ako worthy sa pagmamahal mo, pero still pinakita mo sa akin. Give me the grace to share that to other people. Even if it's your enemy, God is calling you. Even if it's a person who hurt you, God is calling us to share the gospel to them. Okay? It says here in verse 43, To him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins, through His name. Everyone, everyone who, re- who receives Him receives forgiveness. Everyone who believes in Him receives forgiveness. In other words, we, uh, when God freely receives anyone who, uh, who believes in His Son, it, it all also says that we have to really share the gospel to everyone. Moving in verse 36, balik tayo don, As for the word that He sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, He is Lord of all. Because Jesus is Lord of all, His gospel should be available to all. You yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism that John proclaimed. Basically, from 36 to 41, inexplain na dito yung, yung gospel message. Okay? Inexplain ni Peter kay Cornelius yung, kung ano yung gospel. Sinabi nga niya dito, di ba? You already heard. Alam mo na, sa simula. You already know this. But Cornelius, again, yes, very religious, but hasn't, haven't really made Jesus as his Lord and Savior. 
And in 38, it says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So how do we preach the gospel? We preach it with power. And when I talk about power, I'm not talking about that you should be loud, you should be shouting. It's not about that. When we talk about um, power, we talked about the power of the gospel. That it's not us who's going to change the person, but we believe it's God who's going to change the person. For example, right now, uh, we have a lot of materials in victory that would help us not only in our walk with God, pero kung paano, paano ba natin share yung gospel sa ibang tao so that we could have the conf- confidence and boldness. Diba? One particular uh, material is what we call the God test, okay? which you can download in your phones. Uh, we use this in sharing the gospel to people. The, the youth are very, they're aggressive in uh, using this in their uh, campus. But more than the materials that we have, more than the God test, more than the programs, more than the lights, the excellent music that we have in this place, more than the programs that we have, the programs, these materials will not change people. Victory will not change people. The pastor will not change people. Your victory group leaders will not change people. What will change people is the gospel, the power of God. And when I say that, it ta- and when, or when we realize that, it, Lord, ikaw yung magbabago sa taong to. Now it takes the burden away from us of trying to change the person. Okay, sometimes people would have a don't want to share kasi pa, teka magsha-share ako sa kanya pero anong gagawin ko di ba or paano kung hindi siya nakinig di ba ganun nga di ba paano kung hindi siya nakinig then we but when we understand that it's really Jesus to change a person the burden will be taken away from us and that's the reason why every time we start here Every time, yung five minutes before we start our service, before we sing songs of praise, we would take that the first five minutes to pray. Some of you know that, some of you don't know that, okay? But the first five minutes, we take time to pray. Because we know at the end of the day, it's not about victory, but it's the power of God that will change people. Like Anina, we prayed for the city, Las Piñas, because we want to reach this city. And we know that's not going to be the name of victory. It's not going to be whoever or whatever agenda program that can reach the city for the Lord. But it's really the gospel that will change and will reach this city. God is the one who changes people. The burden is not ours. Ang kailangan lang natin gawin, ano? Is to preach it. Why? Because all who receives the gospel should preach the gospel should preach the gospel. And last, sinabi ko na last point ko, is this, Acts 10.42, and he commanded us to preach to the people and to uh, testify that he's the one appointed by God. Last is to preach it. Um, there is no other way for the gospel to be, uh, to be received. Okay? Uh, siguro alam nyo, some of you know, that our, li- tama ba? that our lives is very important. We would, we would sometimes say that the first Bible that the people will see, your friends, your family, your office mates, classmates, is your life. Okay? But until we preach the gospel to them, they will not receive the gospel. 
And when we talk about preaching, it's not this, that you go up on stage, preach, you go up in Sabas, preach. No. Preaching is basically just proclaiming, declaring, announcing. Yun lang yun. So you may be in your office, you may be talking to you may be talking to just one person, but when you when you declare this thing, this good news, you're already preaching. Okay? So in other words, all of us here are called to be preacher, okay? As a as a practice, not as a profession. Okay, as a practice, we are called to preach the gospel. Uh, as you can see here, the Basicorn, like again, again, Cornelius was a very, very religious man. But again, until he heard the message of the gospel from Peter, he would not have given his life to Jesus Christ. There's this story, uh, one of our kids' church uh, teachers before, right now, uh, she's in Armenia. Her name is Merli. She, uh, the story is that Merli was a very, very good uh, daughter. She helps out in the house. Uh, not only in Sapaglines, but in contributing to the household needs. And her dad, yung tatay niya, nakikita yon sa buhay niya. Okay? And I believe that her dad is blessed for, with Merli. But until that time that Merli shared the gospel, alam na ng, ng, ano, ng magulang niya, na Christian to, si Merli, that he attends our church. But until that time that Merli spoke, declared, proclaimed, or preached the gospel to his dad. That was the only time that his dad received Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And that's the reason why when his dad passed away, we can be confident and say he's now in heaven because he received the gospel. I hope that we are able to preach the gospel because sa totoo lang, when I do funerals, it's hard. I don't really usually say na he's now in a better place unless I know that that person really receive Jesus. Because the only person who can go to heaven is a person who received Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. There's an urgent need to preach the gospel, especially in our families. Okay? We can become a model employee. We could be a good student. You may have the highest grade in campus. A Christian who has the highest grade in school. A person who is a model employee. High-paying employee. Best employee, the employee of the month. But until you preach the gospel, you are just a best employee. You are just a valedictorian. When you preach the gospel, use those things as a leverage to preach the gospel. People will listen to you because of that. And when you use that as a leverage, you know what will happen? The Bible says that our rewards are in heaven. And ang galing rin lang dito, it may, and I may not have those rewards, ganon. Or I may not be thinking about the, the rewards. Anyway, Lord, wag na. Okay lang. Basta okay na ako sa reward ko na I'm with you. The other rewards, okay lang. But then, you would see in this verse that it's a command. And when a command is given by a, a person, we, we follow it. If a command is given by, if you're in an army, the commanding officer gives you a command, you follow, we follow it. Tama ba? We may not feel it, we may hindi natin gustong gawin, pero we do it because we want to please our commanding officer. Then again, when it comes to our God, our Heavenly Father, our commanding officer, the reason why also we preach is because it's a command. But this is a command that is not heavy because tayo nga, we have received the gospel. Tama ba? 
It is not a command that is heavy because we have received the gospel. Alam natin na yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon. That's why it's not heavy. The reason why I can, if it's a command, I'll do it, Lord. Kung reject niya ako, okay lang kasi accepted mo naman ako eh. Diba? Lokohin niya ako, okay lang. Kung lolokohin niya ako, ilang ba lifespan ng tao? 85, up to 85. Sige, lokohin niya ako up to 85. Pero pagdating ng eternity, diba? Mukawala rin yun eh. So we have to preach the gospel. And when we talk about preaching as well, I'm reminded of the Dead Sea. How many of you here know the, knows the Dead Sea? This is a body of water made too big. Okay, napinanggagalingan tong Dead Sea. Let me just read some facts. The surface and shores of the Dead Sea are 423 meters or 1,388 feet below sea level, making it Earth's lowest elevation on land. The Dead Sea is roughly 8.6 times saltier, okay, than the ocean. This salinity makes for a harsh environment in which animals cannot flourish. And hence the name Dead Sea. The reason why it's dead is because, yes, there's water flowing in, but there's no way that the water flows out. It's just there. And sometimes, when we become like that, when Christians become like that, Yes, I have received Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Lord, thank you. Sige, uh, pour, pour us in. Ganyan, pour, pour more. Pour more sa, sa buhay ko. Ganyan, I want to worship you again, Lord. But until we pour out, until we, we have that channel to, to give out what we have received, we will not, what the Bible says, the living life to the full. We will not be able to live the life that God has intended to be. I guess it's in John 10.10, 10, for I have come to give life and have the fullest. Sabi ni Jesus, we can never live our life to the fullest if we just put in ourselves, look at ourselves. But if we allow the things that we know here every Sunday or in your victory group or the worship you may be seeing every time you go to your work in your, in your uh, phone or in your car, if there is an area that you pour it out, I believe that it's going to be, that is healthy living for a Christian. Why? Because we believe all who receive the gospel should preach the gospel to all. I'll go back again to the pictures that I Corruption, pregnancy, uh, adultery, separation of parents, trafficking, rape, terrorism, murder, all these things we hate so much. But when we understand that indeed the gospel is the hope of the world, we would see that, God, thank you. Thank you that you have given us the answer. And you know what? You are, if you are here a believer in Christ, and this may be heavy for you. This may be heavy for you. The gospel is the hope of the world. I should preach to the world. And this may be heavy for you, but I believe that God is, yes, God is calling us to preach a gospel to the world, but I believe that his intention, that world is talking about, is your world, Ren. For you to reach the world, you have to reach your world. Yung kung nasan ka ngayon. Probably God is, is, has given you a Cornelius. One person that you just have to reach. My question is, who is that Cornelius in your life? This amazing. Uh, in Romans 1.16, my last, uh, last verse. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. Ito yung ano natin sa, sa conference ng youth. Unashamed. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. Okay? 
we have to share the gospel, declare the gospel. And I hope that we would not be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Why? Because it is the power of God that changed you and me. It is the power of God that saved me from an eternity in hell. Bakit ako, mak- bakit ako ikakaya yung gospel? Eh, sinave ako ng Panginoon eh. Para hindi ako mapunta sa impyerno. Why should I be ashamed of the gospel? I should not be ashamed of the gospel. Why? Because it is the power of God. It is the power of God. Because we know at the end of the day that's not about what we do, what we say. It's really the gospel that will change the people. And that is, in Romans 1.16, a letter by Paul. Paul who got it right <laughs> the first time. Unlike Peter who went to, had a transition or it was progress for him. <laughs> to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also the Gentiles. This gospel is for everyone. Kapag meron ka nakitang kaibigan, you may say na loko-loko to, sira to, sira ulo to, ayoko sharean siya. You have, I hope that you see that the power of the gospel is not dependent on you, but on Jesus. On the other hand, meron ka makikita, like a, a Gentile, yun, di ba? Irreligious, but also a Jew who is very religious. Ay, hindi ko na sharean yung gospel sa kanya kasi sobrang bait niya. Or umaatin na to sa isang church. Then again, I realize that everyone in church is really a Christian. Not everyone in church really have accepted the gospel message. Like not everyone in McDonald's is a who goes in McDonald's is a hamburger, diba? Not everyone. Why? Because all I believe that all receives the gospel should preach the gospel to all. Last story. Very short. Uh, I just remembered one of our videos. We want to always show videos in our conferences about lives of people. There was one particular video, a person giving his testimony na part of a fraternity like that, and ayon bully siya in school. Not a well-off person and all of that thing, but then he was able to know the gospel. And you know who shared the gospel to that person? Yung binubuli niya sa school. Imagine that. Sabi yung nakita, wow. Yung, talaga yung when we saw that, sinabi niya, yung, ako, sinabi niya na yung nag-share ng gospel, yung nag-bully ko sa school. When we heard that, we clapped, we rejoiced because that is indeed the power of the gospel. It's not about us. It's not us who's going to change the person. It's not about our preference. That person, yung binubuli, could have said, ay, hindi ko siya share Kumbaga, I want, I, hindi ko big, gusto ibigay sa iyo. Kumbaga, mamatay ka sa impyerno. Pwede niya sabihin ganun eh. But because of the love of God is in him, it didn't matter for him na, or probably it did na, baka ibuli ako neto or lokohin ako lalo. But because the love of God is more compelling than the bullying of his friend, he shared the gospel, not by his own works or power, but by the power of the Holy Spirit given to him. That's the reason why we can share the gospel to everyone because all who receives the gospel can share or should preach the gospel to all amen let's bow our heads and pray lord jesus can we all stand up right now lord jesus salamat po sa oras na to. thank you for your time thank you for your word 
that we could learn from the life of Peter, Lord God, a person who did not get the gospel message at first, or who, who did get it, pero there were things that were hindering him, Lord God, cultural or religious background and preferences, Lord God. And Lord, thank you, Lord God, that that is the hope that you're giving us as well, Lord God, that there are things in our lives that hinders us from preaching the gospel, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you would break it down, Lord God, those strongholds that that withholds us from sharing the gospel to people, Lord God. Probably takot kami, Lord God. Probably ayaw namin i-share dito sa taong to. Probably hindi namin alam kung ano sasabihin, Lord God. But I pray, Lord God, that it would start with the heart for the lost. That our heart, a heart that that beats, Lord God, for the lost people, Lord God. Because we know that is your heartbeat as well, Lord God. That your heartbeat is for lost people. I pray, Lord God, that we would understand that heartbeat. I pray, Lord God, that we would know that heartbeat. And I pray, Lord God, that that, that heartbeat for lost people would be our heartbeat as well so that we may declare and preach the gospel to all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.